behold! G'day, Coppers. Welcome to New Zealand Podcast. last year and uh, you know in, in accordance with that I was called uh, yeah for jury duty the bastards they really suckered you in eh? I mean it wasn't just a old cut and dry case one two three hours you're out of there either it was... yeah no <laughs> no it was like two two and a bit weeks that's great that was lovely. yeah well you know I got this letter in the post saying oh, you've been someone for jury duty and I went oh fuck sake. so I um, I brought, it, brought the letter to work and I said well actually we can't really Uh, 
no, it was just, uh, you know, it was like, oh my, I, I didn't actually understand. I thought, you know, they couldn't have picked a scruffy looking fucker like me to be in the jury. It's just impossible. But, uh, yeah. But as it turns out, it wasn't a simple when I was jaywalking case. I mean, it was, uh, Yeah, no, it was, it was, um, it was a cannabis growing and supply operation. Well, there you it was go. eight people on, uh, on trial. And, uh, yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's cut long story short. Basically, it was the whole process of sitting through a trial. I don't know how many people sat through a trial, but I mean, not. It's not something that a lot of people have done, I suppose. Uh, I've never done it. Yeah, well, most people I know have never done it. I got my residency now, though, so maybe I'll. Uh, yeah, you. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if you do get called. Um, but you, you're a smart looking fucker, like, so you probably managed to like, get out of it. Um, but uh, yeah, basically, I mean, the whole thing about the, the, the trial is it's, it's just extremely excruciatingly boring. I mean, that's it. It's just, it's like, it's like being in school, you know, sit, you're, you're forced to sit there, not let's talk. You know, you can sit there for maybe two hours at a time. You have to, you know, everybody's kind of looking at you. gotta go to the shit. Yeah, well, that's it. You can't go. Really? Well, apparently you can't if it's an emergency. But they really frown on And everyone just like, yeah. turns and looks at you. Well, I mean, the thing is, everybody's talking at you the whole time. So if there's a witness talking, they're talking at the jury. If there's a lawyer talking, they're talking at the jury. The judge is talking, he's talking at the jury. Everyone's talking at the jury. So you can't, like, nod off and go to sleep or anything. You know what I mean? I mean, some of the lawyers nodded off and went to sleep. Really? Yeah, totally. Lucky bastards, eh? I know. That's and they're getting paid for the damn thing. I know, some of the defendants went to, went to sleep. Yeah. Fuckers. Fuckers. See, I still think, you know, yeah, you did your part by, you know, trying to get all scruffy, wearing old clothes, but why didn't you throw a little swagger into your walk up to the jury box or skip a I you went, I went, I went unbelievably slowly. I walked up really slowly. Oh, that's like, like, you know, slow motion. You should have, you know what? I was like, challenge me, challenge me. What happens if you would have, like, got up and just started dashing towards it? They'd be like, yeah, I bet you someone would squeal out, challenge, because, I mean, I mean some this people, guy wants I mean, on, I this mean, guy wants I mean, on. A lot, of the pe- a lot of the people uh, wanted to get on, they were running on, and they get challenged just as they were taking their seat. So I should have probably done that. But I mean, the thing is, I mean, in light of the case, you know, basically the, the prosecution didn't have any challenges. They can't challenge any of the jurors, you know what I mean? So it's yeah, just so all defense could challenge. So if I'm wearing a suit and being all clean cut and everything, I would have been challenged straight away. Because everyone that was wearing a suit that looked, you know, remotely, you Outstanding. Know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're challenged, you know what I mean? Johnny Dodge, he's a hobo. <laughs> Johnny Dodge. Um, yeah, no, he looks like a scruffy fucker who would be very sympathetic towards people who've been growing marijuana in their ass. Fair enough. So, uh, and they were right. <laughs> Sweet. I mean, that's not beat around the bush here, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, no, they're, they're dead on. But it's funny though, I mean, it was a very mixed jury. It was, uh, even though everybody kind of looks a little bit strange or whatever, um, you know, there was some, um, you know, there was a couple of really hardcore Christians on there. Who, you know, Snacking their kids up on the weekends. Oh, yeah, so I'm sure they're, you know, yeah, they're spreading the word on the smack kids and um, you know there was some you know very kind of right wing people there like and then there was also some there was like you know a couple of people that you know basically said that they were regular smokers themselves and one guy even said he grew his own beer this is in the jury room 
it. So, you know, state what goes on in the jury room stays in the jury room. That's right. You're not that. Legally, you're not that. It's kind of like a road trip, isn't it? That's right. It's fun on the jury room. Stays in the jury room. Thanks for breaking yeah. that code here right now with us, Johnny. Oh, yeah, no problem. Well, I'm not naming any names. I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. So, I mean, the problem I had with the trial was that basically they changed the law a few years ago where they changed the whole system. Do you know why there's a person who types up all the notes, everything that's said? It's a stenographer or whatever? Yeah, exactly. Well, years ago, that used to be a blind person in New Zealand. That, those, those jobs were just held by blind people. And, uh, you know, they were really good at it and they had these special typewriters and they could just basically type as things were said. But now, they got rid of all those blind people. And they, what they do with them? They, I don't know, they put them in a the cupboard or something. I don't know. They got rid of them and put them in the unemployment queue is what they did. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they just have a regular person who just types and they type it out. Just a regular person. A regular person who types for Brayton. And, uh, and that's, that's really hard. But, so the thing is, they can't actually keep up with what's been said. So the, the result of that is that every time someone's in the witness box, they have to go, you know, I mean, in, in this case, most of the witnesses were cops. So it would be like, um, so uh, officer so-and-so, um, so when you entered the accused house, did you find the piece of paper? Yes. And was there some words written on the piece of paper? Yes. Exciting. And was the words to the effect that this was a receipt from uh, from the, the garden centre in the uh, in, in Christchurch? Uh, no, actually, it was from uh, the supermarket. Okay, come on, Johnny. We're, we're, you we're losing you. You're you losing the idea. You get the idea. You know, I mean, imagine you know having to sit through all these conversations, and that's as fast as they go. You know what I mean? So like, you're gonna gnaw your own arm off. So basically, you're saying bring back the blind. Oh man, yeah. No. Well, actually, I mean, it's quite fitting that we're sitting here in the pub. We're just signed a, a little blind dog donation thing here. That's right. Well, where are we actually? We've never. I was gonna get to that. Yeah, we're in, we're in Bailey's bar. This Bailey's pub. Was it Warner's? Warner's. Warner's Historic Hotel, Bailey's Pub. Yeah, it's actually an Irish pub. Yeah. It is, yeah. That's yeah. what they say. Yeah, Shifty Rob is sucking on the points of dirty old Guinness there. You gotta do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I can't drink the Guinness here because it tastes like rusty poo. Rusty poo. Rusty poo. That's fine, yeah. You know, I've been three years out of, of Ireland or whatever, so. You can't remember what it tastes like, yeah. Can't remember, so it's all good. Yeah, well, I, I can guarantee this that when you go back to Ireland, like you ever do, and uh, you have a wine to get us, you go, oh my god, I can't believe I was drinking that rusty poo. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. So, the worst thing about the whole thing, anyway, was that. I mean, the trial was boring as shit. And um, we'll get through that, and it comes to deliberation. And deliberation is basically a really fucked up thing. You know what I mean? Because it's like these 12 people. Yeah, pretty much strangers, and they don't know each other, and they have to sit there and basically agree. And that sounds all simple and sounds all weird, but actually when you're in there, it's a whole fucking different dynamic. It's a completely different, crazy, fucked up situation. 
because you know everybody obviously disagrees to the you know to some extent. To, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. But some people are really passionate about you know. I mean, I'll you like this. Okay, when we went into liberation, basically there was four people there who wanted to quit everybody on everything. Was it thirteen counts? Thirteen counts. Thirteen counts across all eight, eight people. Thirteen counts. So you know, guilty or not guilty on thirteen different charges. Um, so basically, four people wanted to quit them all. Three people really believe the accused, and um, you know, 
was uh, yeah, it was as simple as that. I mean, there's no, uh, there's no, but in the end, it was actually one of those three who convinced the other two to go guilty. You know, just and it was something completely random. They just were looking through these photographs as part of the evidence, and they found this one photograph that kind of tipped it. Tipped it, yeah, absolutely, yeah, and. Um, because that, those three people changed their minds to guilty, everybody else had no problem going not guilty on the other, the last two charges, like which they're all wanting guilty for at the very beginning. You know what I mean? So it was not like a, like a trade-off. Uh, but you know, towards the end, I mean, it was like uh, you know, everybody just so wants to get out of there. It was, it was horrible. So there was obviously somebody in there leading it. I mean, you can't just throw not at all, no. twelve monkeys in a room and let them scratch. That's all right. Difference. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, Holy I mean, there's, shit. there's a form on the pants. Yeah. Points, it? So there's no like trading sex for votes or anything. No, Jesus. But it probably would have come to that in the end, I reckon. But um, I mean, you know, it was uh, towards the end. It was you know, let's see, it was those uh, five girls and um, uh, seven guys. What the hell does the foreman do though? Does he just sit in the corner play? All he does. All he does is basically read at the bird of the ass. You know, I mean, he's meant to be a kind of charming kind of character. You know, but I mean, in reality, well, in, our, in this case, I mean, he, you know, he he basically kept changing his minds. He's one of those people that was on the fence, and whoever kind of came up with a better argument, he basically changed their minds to that. Like, so I mean, it wasn't exactly uh, it wasn't exactly a better or anything like that. Like, you know, I mean, but he was a nice guy. You know, what I mean, I mean, everyone on the on the jury have to say were nice people. You know, what I mean. And the great thing was is that nobody ever crossed the line in terms of when they were arguing about something. They never kind of went, "You were just a bastard," you know. They never, they never, it never got personal. And like we'd like hack it out for maybe like three hours at a time, and then we go and have a break, and then everybody would be totally, you know, civil with each other and in the breaks and be friendly to each other and you know just talk about whatever else. And so you know that was great. I mean, there was one guy in the jury and he said the last one. He, he, he was the only one who'd done jury duty before, and he said. In, um, on the case that he was a juror and basically the trial was like five weeks and they were in deliberation for six days and at the very end when they, when they I mean basically when we finished the last case and we'd done it all and we were all finished you know there was a huge release you know everybody just started cheering and screaming and clapping and hugging each other and it was like you know finally it's over like he said when he done it after the six days he said nobody it was just pure fucking Silence and it was everybody just hated everybody. And yeah, and then you know when they're all saying goodbye to each other at the very end, this woman, this woman came up to him and said, uh, "I fucking hate you." <laughs> so it was nothing as bad as that. You know what I mean? I mean, you know, I think you know as bad as I make it sound. I think it was actually an easy one. You know what I mean? In terms of some other cases that I've heard about, you know, people that, that have done it. And, uh, it's um, exactly the way but anyway moral of the story is um, if you ever get paid for jury duty run to the booth uh, and if Rick just get there just stop I, I tell you what just break your own leg do something have an accident you know what I mean put yourself in hospital on the day that you're meant to be there because you do not want to do jury duty you do not want to do it that's right. Well, that's uh, that's I guess that's official NZ podcast recommendation. Recommendation, yeah, that is, that's yeah. official. Yeah. There's no, uh, there's no doubt about that. So we're, um, well, as we mentioned earlier, we're at uh, 
Bailey's here. Yeah, one it's of Price Hurts' many are Irish clubs. First time we've been here. First time. Not a bad little spot. They've changed it though since moving back. Yeah, they're running back there or something. See, I've, I've, actually, when we first moved here, we, we came here and watched the World Cup of rugby. And it was just going off here. It was packed toe to toe. But it's also right beside a couple of backpackers. You know that? Oh, yeah. Corner. Yeah. So you always get the scrub. You get all sorts of, you can get into really good conversations. In fact, we were just having a, a pint and a, just sitting outside before and um, we were just talking to this nice gentleman. Yeah, we just, yeah, yeah. it's great. I mean, you, you get all sorts of, it's great. That is what I do like about New Zealand, though. Friendly people. That's for the most part. Well, yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, it's like everyone says, you know, the arts are very friendly and everything, but I mean, worse than New Zealand, I mean, they're a bunch of fucking unfriendly partners. You know, yeah. You know, you go into the toilet, um, take a pee, and you know, the guy inside you. Shake it for you. He'll start talking to you. Yeah, yeah, he's like a friendly ass. I mean, it's just it's unbelievable. Um, it takes a long time to get used to. I mean, um, my dad came over to see me uh, last year, and uh, he said it was like Ireland used to be about 50 years ago. Really? Yeah. So, yeah. So, we've got 50 years basically to enjoy this. Fuck, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and everyone's just going to turn into move. Yeah, that's right. Everyone's going to turn into a nasty monster. Well, anyway. We were, we were, you know, seeing as it's been so long since we've been back, we were going to talk about why we were back. We did that. There was uh, one thing I did actually want to talk about, which came up in the news. I mean, we won't go too long. But um, there was this article in, uh, in the major in the major press around here and the headline is global warming debunked I loved it this is a story I hold close to my heart I'm, I'm as you probably say that foreman I'm kind of a fence sitter on this because I mean I've seen some pretty concrete evidence one way and also some good arguments the other yeah or even concrete evidence uh, you know the other way and this uh, but you know what my argument's about is what, what is your argument that you're better safe than sorry yeah yeah no, better safe than sorry but basically the whole gist of this article the global warming debunked it, it says climate change will be considered a joke in five years and this is from leading meteorologists because like what one eh? like one so doing, doing a talk to all the farmers in the southern southern island of New Zealand okay he was saying that because um, he's saying that water vapor was responsible for 95% of the global warming the other 5% is from humans so basically he was saying we couldn't do it we couldn't change the climate if we tried really hard we couldn't because you took an, he had a whole bunch of figures down here, but he was saying basically carbon dioxide as a result of man's activity was about 3.2% um, of that. So hence only 0.12% of all carbon emissions were from human activity. 0.12%. That's minuscule. Yeah. Minuscule. I loved it. But anyways, he was, you know, because obviously this was at um, a farming convention. Yeah. And they were saying, you know, the Green Party, they're going to attack you. They're going to say, you know, your, your, your industry is a direct result of 49% of the, of the humans carbon dioxide emissions, but when you're looking at 49% of such a small number, it actually works out to 0.06%. Yeah, I mean, I mean, who do you believe, you know what I mean? But this is what I like to see, this is what I like to see, the other side of the argument. Yeah. Because you, yeah. you, global warming is getting so much media hype, you know, it's getting the political pressure, it's, it's becoming mainstream, it's almost become the Vogue thing to do. Sort of the same as rapping on Bush all the time. It's the Vogue thing to do. No, 
not saying Bush is a good guy. Don't don't get me wrong there. But all I'm saying is it's it's you know you don't know what to say. You you know like oh how about that climate change? Yeah. 
his new album? He's not going to sue our asses. No, he isn't. I know the guy. I had a pint with him last week. He's a very nice guy. He's, he's well for any, any, any way we can get his music out there. Yeah, he's very uh, encouraging. I've got actually, I know a few more people that from a lot of the new news. Um, long-term listeners will know that we try to promote New Zealand music. New Zealand music month again, isn't it? And it's New Zealand month this year, or, or, or at this time in New Zealand, which basically means that there's a big push on New Zealand's uh, music and all the radio stations play just New Zealand music. It's really cool, actually, because you get to hear a lot of music that you wouldn't normally hear. And, you know, there is a lot of talent. A lot of it is a bit shit. That's the matter. That's, yeah. A lot of it is a lot of shit. Yeah, there's a lot of shit.
Dark. Yeah. 